Welcome, everyone, again to the Bourbon Beginners Podcast. My name is Mike. I'm here with my fellow bourbon lovers, Jeff and Andrew. Hey, everybody. Hey. The point of this podcast is to give the everyday person's take on bourbon. That's what we're here to do. And today, just like on most of our episodes, we'll go through a flavor profile of a bourbon as we see it from our beginner's point of view. And then we'll just we'll compare them to how professionals like Fred Minnick taste it. And we'll see if our flavor profiles match or come even close to what the professionals say. And I will say that based on the two we've done, that when you combine everything we've all said, that we almost come close to one professional. So we got that going for us. Three minds are better than one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So as I always am, I'm really pumped to taste some bourbon with you guys. Today, we're going to be tasting rare breed from Wild Turkey. We picked this one just because we've heard great things about it. I know that Fred Minnick did a taste off of bourbons that were between $41 and $60 and, $60 and rare breed won the category as the best bourbon between that price point. So I think it's a really solid one for us to be tasting today. Are yeah, you guys looking forward to it? Yeah, I've heard a lot about it, too. I mean, it's always referred to as one of the more advanced bourbons, I guess, because of the higher proof. So I'm excited to try this. I've heard a lot about it. Yeah, and I, uh, I usually like bourbons that are easy to find so that we can get them and actually taste them. And I assume that they were these were everywhere because every store I go to in Florida basically has rare breed. <laughs> but uh, I don't think Andrew uh, had the same experience where he is. No, North Carolina, um, it is nowhere to be found. There are empty shelves with the label on it, but mm. nothing. Not the, I had to, uh, I had to get it. I had to get some um, extraterritorial uh, help in getting it. No, I got it from Florida, so don't worry. Yeah, good, yeah. good. That's what I like to hear. And you know, I kind of had a difficult time finding it too. Like it was there. It's on the shelves like the label like andrew said but right it came in like every week and if you didn't get it within the first couple days you had a difficult time finding it. i ended up having to go over uh i think i'm getting abc like a week later after trying to find it so it wasn't too hard to find but um it seems like the words word is spreading so it's getting a little more difficult to find yeah maybe people in north florida just aren't into it but i have a feeling that after our review to be sold out everywhere that's right. <laughs> Maybe. We can Once make a break. This on... All right. Well, let's, uh, let me tell you what this is all about. So like I said, this is wild turkey rare breed. It's a barrel proof bourbon. It's 116.8 proof. Oof. I found, yeah, that's, that's pretty uh, spicy there. Yeah. I found that it's reported that it's a blend of a six-year-old, an eight-year-old, and a 12-year-old barrel-proof bourbons, which is pretty cool. That is pretty cool. It keeps the flavor consistent uh, for the most part. And, you know, a high-proof bar- bourbon, you need that. Yeah, exactly. All right. So let's start, as we always do, with the packaging. What do you guys think of the packaging of the Rare Breed bottle? You know, it's, it's unique. I wouldn't say I'm really in love with it. I think it's a cool bottle, but... I, you know, it, it doesn't look like a bourbon bottle to me. It looks, yeah. Yeah. It's kind yeah, of like I, a rum I, bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It kind of does. I like the I like the top and the cork a lot, that wooden top. Yep. And it is unique looking, Jeff. I mean, I really agree with everything you said. I'm not in love with it either, but it's unique looking. Yeah, it's unique. All right. All right. Did you guys pour it already or do you have to pour it? 
I pour, I already had a little bit sitting out for a few minutes, so I just poured a little more in it to try to, I guess, try to get the flavors out there a little more prominent. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah, and I already poured mine too. All right, so looking at the color first, it's actually a little lighter than I thought it would be. Yeah. Yeah, Hmm. like a medium amber, I would say. I totally agree with you. Yeah, a light caramel. Okay. Are those the same medium amber and light caramel? Probably. (laughs) I was just trying to say something that, was that was different. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I get it. All right, you want to smell it and see what uh, we come up with? Yeah, let's sniff the sucker. Ooh, yeah, I can smell that. One hundred sixteen point eight proof. Ooh, yeah. it is. It is a little boozy. I'm smelling a little, a little toffee maybe. I smell a little citric, kind of like a, a citrusy kind of fruitiness. Yeah, I smell. I yeah, I smell like a. A citrus blossom type of thing going on here, a floral citrus blossom smell. I think I kind of smell cherry, mm. Mm, maybe. Yeah, I can and maybe see that. Yeah. peppery. Yeah, or maybe that's just mm-hmm. the booze. Yeah, could be both. The burn. Okay. Yeah, maybe I, I can get that... a little orange peel. So you two are on the uh, citrus track. I really don't smell that at all. Yeah, mm. I hope I hope we're right, and I hope you're wrong. <laughs> well, I hope it's I hope it's peppery cherry. <laughs> all right um, you want to go on to the taste let's do it yeah mm. yeah i taste that toffee I, I do taste a little pepper in there as well yeah i i actually taste There's a little pepper spice too. yeah spice little cracked peppercorn mm. it's actually quite good it is good and you know what sticks out about it too it's it's almost like um like creamy kind of yeah it has a good creamy finish almost like a like a vanilla finish, like a strong vanilla. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Mm. Andrew, do you have any uh, taste there, or is it just straight food? <laughs> it does. It, it's got quite a burn to it. It does. It really does. Yeah. Yeah, that pe- that finish there, pretty strong, but you know, it's it's very palatable, very tasty, um, solid finish there. Not exactly burning, but. It's it's borderline there. Yeah, it's good. I mean, and cutting through the booze, there it is. There is a little sweet note there. Maybe that's yeah. the vanilla. I don't know, but and it finishes for a while. Like mm-hmm. I still. Yeah, it it lingers it well. Away. Yeah, has a very long lingering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it goes from like a nice kind of a, a woody oak, maybe. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, just got three different barrels, right? Um, so I could see that happening. Yeah, that's true. Let me let me taste it again. See if I, I yeah, can no, taste no. what you guys do. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that vanilla is really standing out. Gosh, I hope there's vanilla in here. I agree too. I think think that's what I'm tasting. Yeah, vanilla and burnt, but it's good. Yeah, I I think I'm starting to taste a little bit of that wood there, a little oak, a little oaky there, maybe. That's what I think, but I don't know. I when I smell it now, I think I can kind of smell some wood notes. Yeah, I almost a little taste of a little floral in there, like hint of like floral all right well do you want to hear what some others who maybe have been doing this for a lot longer than we have what they have said about it yeah let's hear it all right let me tell you so like i said fred minnick did a taste off well he selected a bunch of bourbons between 40 and 60 dollars and then he did a blind taste test and he picked rare breed over old forester 1920 which we tasted 1920 he liked them both we like 1920 a lot we do um so on the nose he said, Fred Minnick said, corn, cornbread. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't quite hit that. No, I don't, I don't get that one. But he also said vanilla and honey. 
Oh, he said oh. the nose is soaked in honey. So I don't know if any of us said that for on the nose, but at no. least there's vanilla because I know we all tasted vanilla. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, maybe one of the other guys <laughs> had some of our nose. Maybe our nose, maybe our taste is better than our nose. That's right. Well, mm. so on the palate, mm-hmm. he says he's actually, he talked a lot about, more so about where it was hitting on his palate. And I've listened to a lot of his tastings and he's all about like, is it just on the tongue or does it go to the roof of your mouth or and mm. does it like drip down your jawline? And mm. that is basically what he says about this is that it goes to every corner of his mouth. So I think he, I think he sees that as being complex and um, really packing a punch. Yeah. So he seemed to really yeah. love it. I think when you said lingering, that's what probably what he means or what you mean. I think you're spot on there, Mike. Yeah, maybe, maybe I nailed it. <laughs> and he, I'm trying to see if he actually said any tastes. Okay, so he does say that spice is dominating the back end of the palate, which yeah. we all said there was spice. And then he said cornbread is layering the middle of his mouth, which, hmm. yeah, I don't know. Maybe that could be some of the woody taste too, kind of. Maybe. I don't know. But he also said that honey was the other taste. Huh. Okay. He didn't yeah. say vanilla for taste? No, he didn't. Oof. But he did smell it. <laughs> as long as you smell it, right? Yeah. All right. Let me get you another one here. Can you get me one that says vanilla? Like, you can search on the internet. <laughs> I am just, I'm going to yeah. Google rare breed vanilla taste. Yeah. There's got to <laughs> be somebody that has vanilla in there. Oh, here we go. Okay. So I am looking at Breaking Bourbon. Uh, okay. These guys normally have some really good reviews. Legit. And they for the on the nose they say caramel and toffee. Hey, which okay. Jeff nailed, and they say bright orange zest, which oh oh, and they specifically say citrus, which Andrew nailed. So oh, go. good job, Andrew. I mean, these guys are clearly better than oh, that. Oh yeah, they're, they're the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah. these guys are the pros. No, that's really good. Good job, guys, on that. They do note that the proof is evident on the inhale, which. We all definitely mm-hmm. said. Yeah. <laughs> so on the palate, they say sweet and spicy, maple sugar, caramel, and leather. Leather. Hmm. Maybe that's that wood. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Hmm. Um, taste it again. Do it. Tell me if you taste that leather. Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying hard, but I'm not tasting it. I'm not either. They too say that it's um it's a great finish. It hits all the right places. It's mm-hmm. complex. Yeah. And it's a subtle yet long lasting impression. I've gotta incorporate that complex into my vocabulary for sure. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh but it was really good. Let me How did they describe it as being boozy? Like they, they had a great way to phrase it. Like uh They definitely don't say boozy. I say boozy. Right. <laughs> boozy boozy. <laughs> Um, something is evident or something the uh the boozy great way to phrase it whatever it is boozy's evident well i think that i actually said that they they said i was editorializing they said the strength of the proof is also notable as the intensity of it makes itself known with a deep inhale yeah sound like a bunch of lawyers (laughs) smells boozy right (laughs) (laughs) yeah we're doing it for the common man remember yeah that's right (laughs) <laughs> smells like the alcohols <laughs> all right so i don't think we talked about what we 
paid for it. Jeff, do you remember how much you paid for it? I think we paid 60 for it. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, exactly. So we always ask, was the price worth the pour in this case? And I'll let you guys go first. Well, uh, the, my price was definitely worth it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Andrew got a highly discounted pour of red at $0. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, 60 bucks for this, you know, I think it's a good, it's a great price for something this boozy and this complex, but I think you got to ask me that question. Am I going to have it on my shelf for 60 bucks? I don't know. That's a tough, that's tough. I don't know. Come back to me. Yeah. I think I kind of agree with you too, Jeff. Like I, I'm happy that I got this bottle for 60 bucks. Mm -hmm. But um, will it be one that I constantly replenish? I don't, I actually don't know. I think I replenish more of 1920 than I'd replenish this rare breed. And I, that, I mean, how many people are going to unsubscribe? If you have zero, you, you can't, no, no one's going to unsubscribe. <laughs> yeah, but, these controversial opinions are not going to kill us. No, no. Um, <laughs> but, you know, if I'm going to break out something really good, it's probably going to be something that's a little more rare to find and it doesn't mean to be rare to find that it's going to taste good, but something like an Eagle rare for 35 bucks. Would I have, would I drink that, have people drink that over rare breed? Probably. Or break yeah, up I think so. yeah. I don't yeah, know. I think so too. But, and because Fred Binnick compared 1920 and rare breed, that's why I was thinking about it like that. And I think that I would choose 1920 over rare breed too. Yeah. I think it's just a yeah, personal too. preference. And I agree though. Yeah. Do you? Well, you're going to see the common man likes 1920 more than rare breed, but it still, it was good though. It was it's good. good. I, yeah. I'm glad I never tried it out when I was in, uh, at any of the uh, places that obtained this and I'm glad we got it and it's good to try with other things and maybe we'll have to do like a taste test one of these days and, and see which one we like more. Mm -hmm. That is a good idea. We'll have, when next time we're together, we'll do that. Mm -hmm. And I will say that on the, on, if we're keeping, a tally, which we're not. I feel like Jeff is in first with nailing all I think the flavor right, profiles, yeah. and yep. I think Andrew's in second, and I think I'm I'm lagging mm -hmm. way behind. I think I, I, I think you caught up here, Mike, with Fred Minnick, and um, I definitely didn't get much of the taste right. I think, but you know, it's just uh, maybe this is so complex that uh, we just need to be tasting more, and we'll have more podcasts out. Yeah, we're just have to taste every bourbon. That that is our plan. Yeah, that's the goal. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna do it. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. Well, do you have any parting thoughts? It's it's definitely tasty, definitely complex. Would I get it again? Maybe. Would I get something else? Probably for sixty bucks. But overall, I, I'm very satisfied that we got to try it. It's it's very good. I agree. And as always, I'm just happy to booze with you guys. So yeah. that makes it worth it. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's always <laughs> always fun. Yeah. So that's all we have for you guys today. We appreciate you listening, and we'll be back with another episode of Bourbon Beginners. Bye, everybody. Sounds good. Thanks. Thanks.